Hello, welcome back to season two, episode 15 of Hey Honey, How Was School? Today on the podcast, I have Miss Nora. Hi. And Miss Bree. Hello. <laughs> Our first highlight this week uh, is a recap of last week. Um, last week was Kindness Week, and it was kind of a crazy week. I didn't even realize until Friday afternoon that we hadn't recorded a podcast episode. Um, so we're making up for lost time here. Why don't you guys share some things about the Kindness Week? So I actually had a special job you as did. a kindness ambassador. Woo-hoo! And so all the classes did, it like tracked everyone, tracked the random acts of kindness in their classroom. And every morning, thing me and a few other people mm-hmm. would... Fourth and fifth graders? Yeah. Yeah. Some other fourth and fifth graders mm-hmm. would go around and deliver candy to the people who did random acts of kindness. Yeah, that was so cool. Did you like that job? Yeah. What grade level were you assigned? I thought uh, you would have been ours, but you weren't. So, Eldrick and I, along with two other people, uh-huh. were assigned the third graders. Okay. And so, like, we had, like, five or six classes in yeah. total. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Brie, what was your favorite Kindness Week thing? My favorite Kindness Week thing was winning the door decorating contest. That's right! We won door decorating contest! Woohoo! And we get a pizza party for pizza it! Pizza party! Uh, yeah, that's very exciting. We worked really hard on that door. I'm so proud of you guys. And if you've been following along on the podcast, you were probably dying to know. And we did. We won. It's amazing. Congrats to us. Anything else? I really like the dress-up days. I always like dress-up days because I don't really have to think about what to wear in the morning. Yeah. It's like, nope, today you're dressing like a 99-year-old. Easy. Done. <laughs> Which segue to... The 100th highlight. day of school. Yeah! Highlight number two, the 100th day of school. Do you guys want to talk about our 100th day of school tradition? Uh, so every year we write 100 word stories. Yes. Do you want to explain a little bit about how that happens? So um, everyone just starts with a blank piece of paper and like yep. they write the first five words of the mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. and then like you pass to the left, mm-hmm. left and then it's like it keeps going and mm-hmm. everyone just keeps writing five words to the story until it's just oh yeah each story has 100 words yes uh these always well I feel like sometimes they don't turn out so hot but I've done it for so many years I've collected kind of like advice for you guys about how to make it a good story and I coach you through it you know we do a little wonky staple on the board and we're like okay so about at this point you should be nearing the climax of your story Okay, you guys have 10 words to wrap it up. Um, I always ask you guys to read the whole thing before you pick the next five words because you got to make sure that it makes sense and that you reference the beginning part of the story. But I think you guys are really creative and also very silly. So it's a lot of fun. Did you guys, what was the favorite story from your tables? Uh, I would say mine. 
thinking it would either be Lucas's or Alice's. Okay. Because, so Alice's was about an orange named King George <laughs> <laughs> who went on this like crazy adventure <laughs> to a world where that ate dandelions. <laughs> well, so he fell off the edge, the balcony, and when he <laughs> no no the diary fell off the balcony. <laughs> He fell off. No, no, his diary did. No, he did. Oh my goodness! So you guys were in the same group. Yeah, we're at the same table. Yeah. What was the other story? Uh, Lucas's was about a gerbil that went on a walk in the park on a Tuesday morning. Oh, very nice. (laughs) Like it discovered snow. Wow. (laughs) Do you agree, Bree? Those were your favorites as well. Mine was my favorite. What was yours about? It was about a dog named Pookie. <laughs> and so um, one day their owner disappeared. Oh, no. And they went and they asked the neighbor for help. And they ran all around town. But they couldn't <laughs> find their owner. And then Pookie the dog remembered the place with computers. And they went there and they found Pookie's owner. What's the place with computers? I don't know. It's the place oh, with it's, computers. that's just what it's called, the place with computers. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it's called in the dog world, apparently. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right, highlight number three is geometry. I don't know that we've talked about geometry on the podcast yet, but this is kind of our next big math unit we've been delving into. Is there anything like right away that you guys want to talk about that you, you, you've you learned so far? Are we, yeah, go ahead. Which is longer to be? Ah, yes, tell about oh, it. Oh, yeah. So, so like... Um, wait, are you going to hear it? I'll go. Okay. So, we had a debate about which is longer, a line or a ray? Yes. a line goes forever in both directions, yes. but a ray only goes forever in one direction. Mm-hmm. And so, I picked line because it goes forever in both directions. Uh-huh. But then, um... What'd you pick, I, Nora? I picked neither is longer because they both oh. go... Because they both go in... Well, because they both go in for infinity. Yeah. And, like... One person who was on my side, Nate Henry, mm-hmm. explained that that he thought that that like the people who were with Bree, uh huh, he were were thinking more about speed rather than length. Oh. Cause like a line would travel a little bit faster. <laughs> I feel like because it goes in both directions. Okay. Whereas a ray would travel a little mm-hmm. bit slower because it only yeah. goes in one. Well, we talked about like. Are there infinities that are bigger than others? And if there are, what constitutes an infinity being a bigger infinity? And what did we decide or discover about the one side going to infinity and both sides going to infinity? Are they equivalent or not? They are equal. They They are equivalent. Yeah, very good. Um... We've gotten into angles and using protractors and that kind of thing this week. Do you guys feel like that that's something you already had kind of, I guess, a lot of experience with? Or no, not a lot, <laughs> yeah. but I experienced it some last year, uh-huh. so I already like yeah. knew the uh-huh. general way of yeah. how to use it. Yeah. Did you guys make any silly mistakes? Yes. Yes. Do you want to talk about them? Uh, so, oh... The shape thing that we were doing yesterday, where we had, oh yeah, where we had to measure the each mm-hmm. side length of yeah. uh, of the shape and mm-hmm. then measure the angle. Yes. 
So, like, I, the octagon, like, since each side was mm-hmm. a little shorter, it's mm-hmm. like you had to use something that most of the fifth graders already knew, mm-hmm. knew which is use a straight edge to... Oh, so glad you said to use ex- a straight edge. To <laughs> extend the line yes. so that you can measure the angle easier yes. and not just be like, oh, my gosh, I guess I'll just have to I'll do an guess. estimate. I love it. That's a great... That's like that's something you learn from experience, right? You're like, man, these rays are so short. How am I supposed to tell? Yeah, yeah. What about you, Bree? I forget. That's I know okay. I did, but I forget. My what favorite, I did. or I think the one that is most commonly made when you're first learning, is using the wrong scale on the protractor. Yeah. So. I yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "How is an acute angle 179 degrees?" Yes, but that's the way you remember, right? Is you first think to yourself, "Well, what makes sense?" If this is an acute angle, I know that the angle measure has to be less than 90. Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite shape so far that we've learned? I'm putting shape in air quotes. Um, I guess figure, maybe a point, a line array or an angle if you had to pick which is your favorite so far um angle what about you nora i don't know <laughs> you couldn't pick a favorite <laughs> well, i, I feel like if i had to i would pick an acute angle because they're cute oh there you <laughs> go i also really like angles because i like to name them silly things yeah cool highlight number four forces in motion uh, I also can't remember if we've talked about forces in motion on the podcast, but last week and this week, we've done a bunch of labs. Can you guys talk a little bit about the labs we've done? So one of the labs we did was, I think it was called Out From Under, Yeah. where we had a cardboard circle uh-huh. with a string tied to it and a penny, <laughs> uh-huh. and so the first challenge was we had a jar uh-huh. and the paper clip thing. No, not paper clip. Clothespin. Clothespin, yeah. and it was rubber banded to the jar. Mm-hmm. And we put the cardboard <laughs> circle on the clothespin uh-huh. and put the penny on top of the cardboard circle. Yeah. And we had to pull it out, but the penny had to stay on the clothespin. Yes. It was the first one. Yes. And then the second one was you put you did the same setup but on your finger mm-hmm. and had to pull it mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And the third one mm-hmm. was you did the same setup on your, as the second one mm-hmm. but you had to flick it off instead yes yes uh what what were we hoping to observe in that lab uh inertia yes which says what a body at rest will stay at rest yes. unless a force acts upon it very and good a body in motion will stay in motion mm-hmm. unless a force acts upon it yes so then we did two other labs where we manipulated the mass of either the object at rest or the object in motion. The object at rest, you guys added basically pennies to a cup and sent a marble rolling down a ramp. And then for the object in motion, your cup didn't change, but your marble gained more mass. So what did you guys discover about the relationship there between the mass and uh, I guess in objects inertia, it's resistance to change. So we discovered that the more mass on the body at rest, okay, means it'll go not as far. Yes, it moved not as far, meaning that 
What? The inertia went up. Yeah, it's it it was re- more resistant to wanting to change its motion, which at the time was just napping, basically, which is an official science term for body at rest, a body at that's napping, right? Haha, ha, you guys are supposed to laugh at that. Mrs. Minogue made a joke. Laugh, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. So, Nora, why don't you speak about the different mast marbles in the Bodies in Motion lab? Uh, so, we had three different sized marbles. <laughs> different mast marbles. Well, mast- <laughs> it just sounds weird when you I say I know. I'm not mast. sure that that is as an official science term either, but go ahead. <laughs> like, we had marbles that are different masses, mm-hmm. and the marble with the most mass has to mm-hmm. hit the cup harder because it, as it didn't want to stop moving, and so the cup also moved farther. Yes. So more mass equals more more inertia. Yeah, more resistance to change. Very good. Uh, highlight number five: student choice. What'd you guys pick to talk about? Ace responses. I love that you guys picked this. This is such a, what I would describe as super exciting and fun, but that y'all would probably describe as boring and frustrating. (laughs) So we have talked about our ACE structure on the podcast before. Just to recap, it's a mnemonic device that stands for a... Answer. C. Sight. E. Explain. Yeah, and what kind of writing is it that you guys do when you use your A structure? When we do our A structure, we are using it to organize a response to a prompt. Exactly. So it's like a test or mean Mrs. Minogue is like, hey, I'm going to ask you this very interesting and thought-provoking scholarly question, and you will write me sentences to explain your thinking. And you guys are like, yes, thank you, Mrs. Minogue, for this learning opportunity. We love it so much. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, people can't see you guys nodding your head in joyful excitement. (laughs) or Nora shaking her head with the (laughs) scowl on her face (laughs) no I think generally you guys hate doing this but it's except me except for Brie who loves it except for Brie and Lucas really from what I've heard Lucas says he likes it that's awesome that makes me happy uh but anyways it's important for you guys to be able to communicate your thinking in the format of writing and it's something you're asked to do on standardized tests. Uh, why'd you guys choose to talk about it? Uh, Bree, you were the one who suggested it. Um, we chose to talk about it because we like ace essays. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I thought you guys were going to go into about how um, you guys were like half asleep one morning. And I was like, okay, it's totally fine, you guys. How about we just do an ace essay and you guys can share your thinking then. And you guys were like, what? No, we're awake. We're participating. And then we had, we played categories, me versus the entire class. And if you guys won, you did not have to do an ACE 
essay. But Which we I had no won, <laughs> If I won, you guys had to do an ace essay. And you guys got close. But then you had to do an ace yeah, essay. Yeah, I want to say it was like Which I'll tell you, I was going to have you guys do anyway. <gasps> really? <laughs> How dare you? It was a lie. We've had an outburst from our live studio audience. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I'm really excited to read them. And we've spent a lot of time talking about just civic engagement in our world, our world, the present day, uh, but also in revolutionary America. So I'm excited. Okay. What was your table talk y'all picked? We did the write your own question. Nice. And... Our question was, which project was your favorite so far this school year? Oh, what'd you guys pick? So, I would probably end up having to say the, the one where we did the fall soda taste test, and then we had to do the data about it. Yeah. That was honestly really fun. Yeah. Do you like using Google Sheets? Uh, I want to say it would be, like... I feel like sometimes it might mm-hmm. be my first choice, but other times it might be like my second or third. <laughs> what about you, Bree? Do you like? Did you like using Google Sheets? Yes, I did. What do you guys like about it? Um, um, that you can just tell it to do the math for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's probably what you guys will do in the real world, right? Except you'll at that point maybe you'll have a cell phone and you can tell Siri to do the math for yeah. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we yeah. don't have cell phones yet. Not yet. Not yet. All right. Anything else you guys want to say to our expansive listener? I had another group? favorite project. Oh yeah, Bree. I didn't. You didn't get to share. I'm so sorry. What was your so, favorite? We're still doing it, but the action adventure scene. It's probably I been my favorite. So excited. We have spent so much time and have been working so hard on these. I'm so excited. What do you guys want to just give us like a short blurb? What's your story or your scene gonna be? Uh, mine is a descendant of the real Van Helsing is chased across Europe by vampires. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. That's so cool. What about you, Bree? Mine is a girl wakes up with telekinesis, <gasps> and so I don't know why, but she, for some reason she runs away and gets lost in a forest. And then yeah. she, does she learn how to use her powers? No, she gets attacked by kidnappers. What? Does she ever learn how to use her powers? Yeah. You know, oh, something okay. I she mastered that before we started the scene. Something oh, that I nice. something that I thought was silly is my main character. His name is Fred. Yeah. And one of the kidnappers in her book is Fred. Is yeah. is, is Fred in your book a kidnapper? I don't know. <laughs> wow. You guys should work that out to where yeah, Fred like, is in both stories. Like I <laughs> feel like like when we discovered this, mm-hmm. it was like maybe Fred like so when I was like planning out my story, mm-hmm. it's like the exposition, okay, mm-hmm. the last part, mm-hmm. where it was like the vampires learn to be good, so yeah. they don't drink blood from humans, mm-hmm. and so like I was like, I felt like he might just be like, like, um, man, I don't, I can't kill vampires anymore because now they're good and people will yell at me for it. <laughs> Why don't I go kidnap some little kids? Yeah. What? <laughs> So Van Helsing turns from vampires to little kids? Yeah. Well, not Van Helsing, oh, but his no. descendants. His descendants. So it sounds like, do they become bad bad guys? 
That's a real twist. Now the vampires are good and the Van Helsing descendants are evil. Oh, brother. This is getting crazy. I know. You guys are so creative. I love it. Thanks for listening.